0: A blessed good morning to everyone tuned in. Welcome to another episode of John 316 The Message with me your host Minister Olivia Brown. Glory to the King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior and soon coming King. He is worthy of all praise. is worthy of all adoration. Hallelujah. Another beautiful day that the Lord has made. And we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Oh, what an awesome God we serve. And so the Spirit of the Lord has so much. He wants to minister and release to different individuals today. A power-packed segment. The Lord has given me so many things to say to Dave that I know would be for different individuals. And so before I get into Psalm 91, let's open in prayer. Please join with me as we give reverence to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I give you praise today. I thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for everyone that is tuned and everyone that would hear this message lord father i thank you for your anointing anointing my lips that i may be used as a vessel for your honor and your glory touch the hearts and minds of everyone oh god that would hear this word abba father and let it be impacting and let it be life-changing and beneficial and a true blessing to every hearer lord in no other name but in the mighty name of jesus for everything that we can do oh god Oh, it's for your glory and your honor. And so we say thank you for the privilege of serving you and coming into your presence to release your word and to hear your word and to be blessed by your spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name I pray and everybody says amen and amen. So glory to the mighty name of Jesus. And so let's get right into Psalm 91. There is so much that the Lord wants to say. But you know, we start off this segment with our prayer. And then we decree and declare this powerful Psalm, which is like a prayer. And you know, I always say it never gets old. Never, ever gets old. So join with me as we decree and declare this not only over our lives, but over the lives of our loved ones. Amen our family members, our acquaintances, anyone that the Spirit of the Lord would bring to your heart and mind, decree and declare it that it would reach to them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So let's get right into it. Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. O oh, thank you, Lord. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God and him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Thank you, Lord. Only with thine eye shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Thank you, Jesus. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Thank you, Father. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Yes, Lord. They shall bear thee up in their hands, the lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. What a wonderful God we serve, who protects us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample on feet. Yes, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Yes, Lord. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Thank you, Lord, for this word. This powerful psalm that never ever gets old. Thank you Lord for your word that is alive. And it goes forth and accomplishes what it is sent for to accomplish as we decree it by faith. And as always let's decree and declare the last two verses of this psalm. And make it personal over our lives. Amen. And we shall call upon the Lord and he will answer us. He will be with us in times of trouble. He will deliver us and honor us. And with long life, he will satisfy us and show us his salvation. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise and glory for your promises that are yea and amen. And so before I get into today's message, which is a continuation, it's actually part three of Romans chapter one hallelujah there is therefore now no condemnation romans chapter 8 verse 1 sorry before i continue in along that vein you know the spirit of the lord always has something specific to say to somebody and so as i was opening my bible the lord wanted me you know i have all these scriptures written on different things as the spirit of the lord would just you know, release it in my heart. I would just make a special note of certain scriptures and it would just be there. My eyes would glance at it. I will read it. It will go back into my spirit and so it goes with, you know, when you're always in the Word. And so today, as I was getting ready to get into today's message and just going through some of the things I was studying, the Lord said, I want you to sh- to to let... Some people know these individual scriptures. And so for whoever this is for, this is the Spirit of the Lord speaking directly to you. And he is saying use hospital Ha ah, glory, hallelujah. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. Now this is taken from First Peter chapter 4 and verse 9. So I made a note of this scripture and I really can't remember, you know, what was the outstanding reason. But the Spirit of the Lord really moved on me to make a note of it on a piece of paper that was, you know, it's like a receipt from something. And then I wrote another scripture that impacted me. And it's, uh, this one is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33. And it says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And So this, these two scriptures is for somebody. I know each one may be for someone different. But the Lord wants somebody to hear this today. Maybe the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you about being kind and hospitable to someone who needs help. Or somebody may be coming to you, uh, a brother or sister in the Lord that may need help. And the Lord is saying, whoever this is for, maybe... Uh, someone has asked you or someone is going to come to you but God is saying use hospitality one to another without grudging without complaining without murmuring do it out of true sincere love in your heart because whatever you do as unto God there is a reward the angels make a note of every good deed that you do and the Lord never, ever leaves His children unrewarded. He always recompenses us for every good deed that we do, every seed that we sow, every good gesture. My God, He is faithful and He is awesome and He is wonderful. Every seed that we sow, it yields a harvest. And so He wants us to demonstrate His, His goodness, His kindness, His love, one to another without grudging every good deed that we do. Do it from the pure... Love of God. Do it from a pure place in your heart. Do not murmur. Do not complain. Be happy that you're alive and you're blessed enough to be a blessing to someone else. And this is what God is saying in this particular scripture. And it's for somebody today. And the other one, I remind you, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33. That says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So basically, this is saying to someone... That you have to cut off any person that is not beneficial to your spiritual walk with God. Because God is saying, and this is something the Lord gave me before I saw this scripture. That he is calling his people uh, to a greater accountability to him. In measuring their lives against the word of God. And so... The time that you would spend, you know, being complacent, being lackadaisical, doing things that you know will not bring glory to God. The Lord is saying, begin to make time, take those time, and spend in His presence. Invest in your spiritual growth and your relationship with God, and He is going to reward you. He's going to open doors of opportunities for you to be. Blessed for you to be used, for you to be favored because you choose to spend more time in His presence, because you choose to reverence Him and put Him first and make Him a priority. Hallelujah. And so, God is saying, you know, again, do not be misled. Don't make excuses. If you know that you've been spending time around people who don't want to hear anything about God, your light is not being shone in in the atmosphere. It's not being accepted. You know, Psalm 1 says, Do not stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of the scornful. Right? But God is saying to arise and separate yourself. Come out from among them and be separated and be drawn closer to God. Remove yourself from the bad company because you never know what consequences could creep up on that group of individuals who don't want to hear anything about God. They don't want to, you know, grow in the things of the Lord. They don't want to hear you when you talk when your light isn't shining there. If if you're not the influence as a child of God, you need to remove yourself. If you're hearing this and you've not yet given your life to the Lord, but you, you're hearing this voice speaking to you saying, separate yourself from the bad company, heed the warning of God. He's calling you unto himself. He's saying, come unto me. Give your life to me. Separate yourself because the consequences of turning your back on me, the wages of sin, is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, O Lord. So whoever this is for today, you know yourselves. God is speaking to you. And uh, another thing that the Lord wanted me to share, which is, you know, side notes on the message, but there are individuals that he wants to hear these specific things as it pertains to their personal situation that is going on right now. And so, as always, I say I have to move as the Spirit of the Lord leads me. Um, It's, you know, it's just a privilege to be called by God and to be used. And so, if the Lord says, say this, say that before you go into the meat of the word, I have to obey. Amen? Because it's all about reaching individual lives through the power of the Holy Spirit with the word of God. And if the Lord, the Holy Spirit gives me these instructions, I know that you know it's it's gonna reach who He wants it to reach and it's gonna make a difference in, in each individual life. So if any of these uh, messages for you, please message me, let me know. I would love to hear your testimony of what God is doing and saying through these segments in your life. And if you know of anyone that will be blessed, that you think, you know, you can share these messages with, please be free, please share them, because God wants us to spread the gospel. Uh, you know, that's part of our great commission, and I give God glory and praise for His divine mandate upon my life. And each and every one that is listening, God has a purpose and a call for your life. And so, whatever He's calling you to do, be obedient. Amen. Surrender to the Spirit of God and let Him use you for His glory. Because the Word of God says that, you know, when night comes, no man can work. So work while it's still day. And the most important work that we can do is storing up treasures in heaven for the King of kings and Lord of lords. While we're here, we are to occupy until Jesus comes. But what we do for Him is what would really matter. Everything else will be burnt up. But the things that we do unto God for His glory, for His name's sake, that is what will truly matter at the end of it all. Amen? So, uh, before I go into the message, this is another word that he wanted me to share with somebody. And this is for believers, you know, mostly I believe. And he's saying to remind the believers that are listening that we need to be meditating more on the Word of God that highlights the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Because as we continue to grow from grace to grace and level to level, there's a great emphasis on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The gifts which are the the gift of preaching and teaching and laying on of hands and signs and miracles and prophecy and all of that, right? But the Spirit of the Lord is saying, Remind every believer... To meditate on the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which helps to mold our characteristics and helps us to become more in the nature of Christ. And so, the fruits of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, patience. Thank you, Jesus. My God, we need so much patience. Patience uh, with other people, patience. In waiting on the Lord and trusting in His timing and being obedient to His voice. Hallelujah. I don't know why the Holy Spirit just had me zoom in to patience. Glory. But the number one on the list is love. Love, love, love. So love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, glory. Hallelujah. As believers, we need to be oozing out with the kindness of God. Goodness always looking for an opportunity to to do good. There's a scripture that tells us that we ought to look for opportunities to do good one to another as believers in Christ and to strangers and to non-believers. That way they can see the love of God that we have for each other and also be drawn to Christ because of the love we show each other. So goodness, faithfulness, hallelujah. We know our God is faithful. And he expects us to be like him and to demonstrate that faithfulness, hallelujah, gentleness, and self control. And so, with gentleness, God wants us not to be rowdy and angry and, you know, just uh, driven to rot, but to be gentle even in adverse situations because we know soft words turn away wrath. And and many times, things really irritate us. We are human, we're still in the flesh. But God wants us to let the Spirit of God rule over our flesh. And bring everything that the enemy will try to send our way. Every evil spirit, every aggravation, every torment. We bring those thoughts into captivity to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And we crush them. And let the Spirit of God be made manifest. Let the Spirit of God rule and reign in our mortal bodies. Amen. And so gentleness and self-control and so whoever this is for it's for all believers i need this as the spirit of the lord is reminding us we need to meditate we need to have some sort of a painting or a plaque i mean this is uh, something a project that the lord had given me but we need to have this particular uh, portion of scripture just in a, in a big way <laughs> that we can see it every day and be reminded. So when the enemy comes in like a flood and tries to trigger us off in any kind of way, we have this thing in front of us that is reminding us the fruits of the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And so love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These should be our characteristics that when persons give a testimony of us, they would be able to say she's a woman of God, he's a woman of God because of how we choose to deal with things because we are letting the Spirit of God take dominion in our lives no matter the situation. And so this... Over time, it requires a lot of surrender, a lot of practice. But when you truly desire to please God, this will become a part of you. It will become a part of you. I'm not saying that you may not have days when you really get hit a sudden blow somehow. And you know, you just let the top blow and anger. But God wants us to walk consistently by the Spirit. And let the fruits of the Spirit reign and and be manifested in us you know like never before in this time and in this season so i give god praise and glory for his word and reminder to us whoever this is for uh the spirit of the lord is speaking to each and every one today oh glory to the mighty name of jesus and so yeah. Oh my God, I'm just trying to get into this, uh, to bring the revelation that God has given me for there is therefore now no condemnation, the whole message that he has given me. And in between, there's so much interjection of different things that the Lord is speaking to different persons. And I have to be obedient, but I'm seeing it all the time. So I, I don't know if I will get to bring this entire message to a conclusion today so we may have a part four just saying but it's all to the glory and honor of jesus christ our lord and savior and so every word that goes forth, it's going to accomplish what it's sent for to accomplish and so if there's going to be a part four glory to god in the highest (laughs) he is worthy amen thank you jesus and so One of the things that the Lord wanted me to talk about in continuing along the line of there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Hallelujah. And so the emphasis there is to the believers who are saved and now in Christ. And if you're listening to this and you're not yet saved, God is calling you so that you can become a part of that family of believers where you will walk by the spirit and you'll be able to inherit the promises of God that he has laid up for those who believe and trust in him. Amen. But he's saying, those who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Just like uh, he reminded me to share with the believers about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Our lives must really exemplify the nature of Christ. Hallelujah. And so, his nature, most of all, is love, glory, glory, glory. And so, he wanted me to share on 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And bring an additional revelation to this portion of scripture in a way that we would have never read it before. So that it would really hit home how we ought to live. And so that our lives will be so attractive to the non-believer. That they will want what we have. That true demonstration of God's peace and love and joy. Hallelujah. And His goodness. That consistency in the things of the Spirit where our life would be a life where others would envy because they want that peace, that peace of God that passes all understanding, that joy, hallelujah. Because the word of God says the kingdom of God lives in us. And uh, what is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is righteousness. It's peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. So our life uh, should always have a demonstration, a manifestation of this, this kingdom nature that is supposed to be always oozing out of us, is in us and oozing out of us by the power of the Spirit of God. And so as I get into reading First Corinthians chapter 13, it's talking about love, the nature of love. And one of the things that You know, the Lord would have reminded me in the book of John, it says, If you have not love, you have not God, because God is love. And so when we read, you know, in uh, First Corinthians chapter 13, and it talks about love and the characteristics of love, it's really talking about God. And so when we read it, if we switch it around and we put God in the place of love, you will be able to view The way our God is to us and see how much he loves us and how much he desires for us to be victorious to win in this journey while we're here on earth to fulfill our divine purpose in every way to have that peace and that joy and that goodness so that we can be a contagious people from a good place to draw others unto himself and to God the Father that you know lies will be set free from the dominion and power of darkness of the heaviness and the, the depression and oppression and the chaos. Huh? Jesus. So God wants our life to be such a shockwave of love. That it would bring transformation wherever we go. Hallelujah. Not just in words but in actions. and the way we deal with things. and the way we deal with one another. And so I know a lot of times when you hear about First Corinthians 13. A lot of people attribute it to a relationship with our spouse. But this is about every person that we encounter and interact with the nature of God is supposed to be expressive in this way no matter the situation we deal with it so let's read first Corinthians chapter 13 and it says if I speak in the towns of men and of angels but have not love and we, we can put God there and have not God I am only a resounding gong and a clanging cymbal If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but I have not love, my God, I have not God. Oh, let's remember God is love. And so even though you're seeing love there, you replace it with God. You're realizing that it's really talking about God and his nature and his way in how he sees and views us. Amen. It says it. If I have faith, that can move mountains, but have not love. I am nothing. If I have not God, I am nothing. If I have not love, I am nothing. Amen. Glory to His mighty name. It says, if I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing. Oh, glory. Love is patient. That is God we're talking about here. God is patient. Amen. God is kind. He does not envy. He is not self-seeking. God does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Amen. He always protects. He always trusts. He always hopes. Always preserves. God never fails. Hallelujah. Jesus never fails. Amen. Glory to his mighty name. So we're reading these characteristics of love. And it's really the characteristics of God. And God is saying, this is how I desire for you to be. Amen? Read one another. He's patient. He's kind. He always protects. He always trusts. And let's continue to read. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. Which is Jesus. Amen. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put away childish things. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part then I shall know fully even as I am fully known. And so what this is saying is that we are here on earth and we understand certain things in part. Even as we are hearing this word about how Jesus is and how he is patient, he's kind with us, he loves us and he's expecting us to be this way. Sometimes uh, we may not you know, think that we should respond in a certain way of kindness and so on to certain people. But there are things behind the scenes that God knows about certain individuals. That if you were to know these things, you would show them even a greater measure of love and consideration and forgiveness and kindness. And so God wants us to be so in tune with him that even in the most difficult of situations, we may not understand everything. We may not fully, you know, really get, like in certain situations, why we should do this thing, but we do it still unto God because He knows all things. Hallelujah. And so, as a young believer, and some are a believer that is still growing, you may not understand the Word in its fullness. There is so much still yet to learn. And even though we may know so much Still, there is still so much that God would still have to reveal to us when we get to heaven. Amen. So we may come to a place of really having a great knowledge in the things of God. But still, we would never come to the fullness of the revelation of God. Uh, But when we get to heaven, there are many mysteries that God will reveal to us and give us a greater understanding. A lot of things that we don't fully understand will come together and make sense but yet when we ask God questions we ask him for wisdom and understanding he gives it to us liberally so we have to be trained to when we don't understand something ask the Lord ask the Holy Spirit to reveal sometimes he may not answer you right away but he will answer amen and so the last uh, verse says, And now these two remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And so as I mentioned, I'll have to continue this uh, portion of Revelation and teaching as God is setting the foundation for His Word for us to understand. And so as I bring this uh, segment to an end, I will decree and declare God's blessing upon each and everyone listening from Second Corinthians Verse 13 and 14, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Love you with the pure, holy love of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless you all richly. And tune in to the next segment as we continue to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us as we grow in faith and have that lovely fellowship with one another and the sweet Holy Spirit. Again, God bless you, love you. And have a wonderful and blessed and productive day in Jesus' mighty name.